And away we go. It's the dish here presented by MoonshotsMLB.com. Dan Stratford along with you for this Friday slate of games. I believe we have 12 games on tap uh, for us. Uh, you can see on screen here, I have the pitcher matchup. If you're listening, then head on over to MoonshotsMLB.com. Sign up. Uh, I believe you can sign up for $2 a day. Let's double check here. $3 a day. $3 a day pass, one-time payment, $9 per week. That's recurring through the end of the season. $29 per month through the end of the season. $159 for the entirety of the year. You do the math. You're probably better at it than I am. Probably better at DFS than I am too. But, I mean, I digress. I am rocking the old school Fantasy Insiders t-shirt today. Still one of the most comfortable t-shirts I own. Shout out to David Kitchen. Uh, Dan Tuttle, Loffy, Davis, the whole crew. Uh, that was fun times uh, being a part of FI. I was talking about that uh, yesterday, I do believe, about starting the Fantasy Insiders podcast. Shout out to Steve Finkelstein. Uh, Steve is a high school uh, friend of mine who happened to hear me on Sirius XM 12 years ago. 11 years ago, 10 years ago, somewhere in there, uh, and got me hooked up with uh, Kitchen. And then uh, Lofi and I uh, podcasted for the first time, met each other. Uh, there were some bumps in the road when we launched, but we found our way and started doing the shows at night, pretending they were the next day. And then you'd have uh, guys like Ben on. I forgot to mention Ben Pritchett, uh, who's out there in the world as well, uh, forgetting that we were trying to pretend it was the day before, the, the next day, because we wanted to sound like we were recording in the morning, but we were actually recording at night. Uh, th that will probably not make an oral history of daily fantasy anytime soon. Uh, but I hope at some point uh, those stories are told and shared, uh, over a cold beverage as we go on. It is Friday. Thank the good gracious, whatever being you believe in. And, uh, so happy the weekend is upon us. Beautiful weather here in Massachusetts. It's supposed to get a little colder tomorrow, but let's get into this slate. Uh, we have 12 games, as I said. Again, I'm going to call up uh, Fantasy Labs uh, just because I like the view there. Uh, we have our breakdown of Vegas, and we'll look at our Josh Kitty picture there. It was pretty funny. Uh, so 7.05 is our first game. Guardians, uh, Nats, 5.3 implied for the Guardians, 4.5 currently uh, for the Nats, 9.5 over under their Yankees Twins. The Twins put an absolute drubbing on Johnny Brito yesterday. I was got much of my lineups wrong, had a Yankee stack, uh, did not come through for me there. 8.5 over under in that one. We'll get to pitching matchup shortly. Blue Jays raise 9 is our over-under an even matchup here according to Vegas as the Rays go for the Major League Baseball record for start to the season. I believe Jose Barrios is on the mound for the Blue Jays. We'll check that out momentarily. Uh, Orioles and Sox, 9 over-under, up from 8.5, 4.7 implied, 4.6 for the Sox. Another even game here, 4.6 implied for the Angels, 4.6 for the Red Sox, 9.5 is our open nine is our current live line. So lots of even matchups thus far uh, for Major League Baseball. Braves and Royals, five and 4.2 are respective. Uh, implied totals, nine is our over-under. Eight and a half, the over-under for Texas and Houston, 4.9 implied live for the Houston Astros, Texans, 3.9. Throw in your cliches about the battle of the Lone Star State there. Nine over-under between the Cardinals and Pirates. Pirates favored by a run, 5.1 to 4.1. San Diego Padres and the 
Milwaukee Brewers, 4.2 run implied for the Brewers, 5.1 for San Diego, 8.5 is the over-under. Mets and Oakland A's, uh, this has Senga on the mound with the ghost fork for the Mets up against, uh, I think it's James Caperillion, uh, whose name pronunciation I probably should look up while we're doing the show. 8.5 was the open down to 8, uh, A's at 3.4, Mets dropped from 5.1 to 4.8, Dodgers and Cubbies, 9 is our over-under at the open, 8.5 now live, 4.9 for the Dodgers, Cubs at 3.8, and then we close out with the Mariners hosting the Rockies. This one is at 8.5. It opened at 7.5, and and this is one of those fun games. Uh, Rockies uh, in Coors Field. Now they're traveling. Uh, Do we get that sort of downturn uh, for the Rockies as they uh, leave Coors Field and have to deal with changing climates and altitudes? If we look at our... Let's see. I'm looking for there it is. Our dashboards, our matchup dashboard here on Moonshots, MLB.com. Not giving away everything, but I have been giving away a lot by sharing my screen. You can see a lot of the data uh, that is poured into Moonshots MLB. You're not getting the projections. I'll share them briefly uh, here on the YouTube video, and I'll talk through some of it here on the podcast. But I'm not giving you everything, not giving away the ghost. I mentioned the ghost fork before, but not giving away the ghost on everything. You want to sign up, come check it out. Do the day pass, uh, you know, use it two or three times and see what you get from this data. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. I think it'll be a good part of your MLB DFS prep. Uh, some good writing going on. Uh, you know, worked with Smitty last year. He's back and there's some, some other writers and, uh, content being pushed out there. So you want to check it out, see what they have to offer and see what, might be able to be on the horizon. Uh, looking at our matchups, so you have Cal Quantrill versus Trevor Williams. Um, Trevor Williams on his career uh, has been a, a pitcher that's bounced around enough. The Guardians on the season not striking out against righties, an ISO of 148, not fantastic, but still uh, they do not strike out. They're going to put the ball in play. Uh, the Guardians stand out a little bit as an option here in a game that has 78-degree weather and 14-mile-an-hour winds out the center field. So Guardian stack jumps off the page right away. Uh, Louis Varland, I don't know much of anything about. Uh, we'll take a look at our pitcher's dashboard here. Uh, when I saw his name come across, I actually thought it was Verlander in there, and I know he's injured. Uh, so don't know much about Louis Varland. Starts last fall. Put up some decent numbers. Pitch against the White Sox. Limits, limits the walks. Strikeout percentage is low. K percentage is pretty low. A, a Yankee team that's going to barrel some pitches. Uh, probably not the best spot for him. As we said before, uh, the Yankees team total currently is 4.9. Obviously, this is an offense that can always get it done on the year. The Yankees striking out 22.9% against righties. Nestor Cortez is probably going to be one of your more popular pitchers on this slate. Uh, currently, let's see here. Cortez projected at 15.58 DraftKings points. His current strikeout projection totals at 5.5 5.4 is what the expected K over on moonshots is so keep that in mind moving on Drew Rasmussen versus Jose Barrios we know what this Rays team has done uh, they are I think they have 25 home runs in 12 games which is the second most in the past 30 years if I remember reading correctly and it's the most since uh, McGuire Edmonds, St. Louis team, and maybe 2000. Um, so this has been a, a red hot team. 
Uh, they are doing it all. They're not striking out. ISO against righties is 153. Woba 318. They're getting on base. Uh, they had an inning against the Red Sox where I don't even know if a ball got off the ground, but they had put up seven runs the other day. Uh, they're, they're just doing it, and they're doing it with it. pitchers on uh, the injured list. They're just getting it done. Uh, on the other side, the Blue Jays similarly obviously have a, a great power uh, approach here. I don't think this is going to be a game that I'm heavily invested in. You get into the law of averages. You get into the idea that eventually the, the Rays are going to throw a stinker up there just simply based on track record of baseball in general. Um, now, does it happen against Jose Barrios? Uh, Barrios is a, a hit or miss pitcher. <laughs> Bad pun there, but he's just been a enigmatic right-hander, has the power stuff, has the ability to go out there and strike out double digits. But you see here in the advanced splits, the lefties have really, really teed off on him in his career. Um, or sorry, this is over the past two years, uh, 2023 and 2022 combined a 222 ISO, 363 X Woba. Um, you look at a Woba of 375, and so you start talking about a raise lineup that has Brandon Lau and it has Wander Franco in there. Luke Rayleigh's been hitting well, so he's been striking out as well. But um, you probably project a home run or two here uh, that Barrios will will give up and. Uh, projected strikeouts at just 4.9. That's not a road I want to go down. Uh, I don't care what price tag Barrios is at in this matchup because it just screams that we're going to have some difficulties with some potential long balls, some potential for... Let's see. Why didn't that sort correctly before? There we go. What's Barrios at? He's at 7,200. Is that a break-even point? I don't even think it is. I think 67, 6,600 against this Rays team. I just don't think it's going to be somewhere I get to on this slate. Tanner Houck against Patrick Sandoval at Fenway Park. Uh, 66 degrees, 48% relative humidity. Uh, the Angels on the year are a middling team when it comes to strikeouts. ISO against righties is off the charts. Not off the charts, but top of the charts at 205. They're fourth best today. Woba is right there as well. Uh, they're not walking a ton, but they don't need to. Obviously, Trout and Otani uh, would seem to be a prime position here against uh, the right-handed pitcher. Now, Hauk is somebody I went to a lot in season long because he was cheap, because there were questions of, is he going to be a starter? Is he going to be a reliever? Are they going to run him out there? Uh, spring training wasn't great. He's already given up two home runs on the year and just 10 innings pitched, but does have the strikeouts. Almost a strikeout per inning. Three walks thus far. Hits per nine at 7.20. Angels again are implied at 4.6. It's a nine over under. On the other side, Patrick Sandoval. This is a Red Sox lineup. On the year, pretty middling. Uh, not much power against lefties, but also not putting up a ton of strikeouts. I'm not seeing a ton of pitching that, that I'm liking so far. I think I'll get to one or two pitchers I like eventually. Orioles and White Sox. Uh, the White Sox on the year, 20.3% K percentage against right-handers. Uh, for the O's, they're at 19.7. Uh, the Orioles have been a fun team to watch. Uh, you saw maybe the uh, 
the the water bong. I think they called it something else. Uh, they called it a hydration flask or something silly. But they're having a good time. Uh, they're having a good time playing baseball. Uh, Rouchman with the walk off home run the other day. So uh, this is a, a a game that I don't have much of a gauge on. Just looking at the numbers, a nine over under again in. Uh, almost called it Comiskey Park. I'm old. Uh, was it guaranteed rate these days? What, what is the the white side? Leave it in the comments. Shout at me on Twitter at, at Dan Strafford or in Discord chat if you so choose. Uh, let's see here. Checking in on White Sox, Orioles, Clevenger, walk rate, ISO, and Xwoba not great against lefties. K rate down versus righties. He's 8,300, so don't like Clevenger as an option, and maybe we stack some O's here. Price points are, are elevated. Ryan Mountcastle has been great <laughs> on the year. Um, Cedric Mullins at the top. I think we're going to have to find some pieces that we like that are on the cheaper end, but if we continue on, I, I have no opinion on Tyler Wells. Luis Garcia against Martin Perez. Uh, this is a Rangers team that has struggled against right-handers. They've struggled overall with strikeouts. Corey Seager's out of the lineup there. So I do like Luis Garcia here. Uh, just back of the envelope, quick look. Uh, if we scroll through our pitcher matchup, Rangers, Astros, Garcia. ISO against lefties, not shockingly a little high. K percentage is 25 and 22%. Those track for me uh, without any issues. Uh, struggled in his first two outings on this season. Home run in each. How the walks? Struggle with the walks. All pitchers are struggling with the walks, and I think that's something we do have to recognize with the new pitch clock. Walks are up. Stolen bases are as well, and runs are up, and the games are, are faster, but there is a definite increase in walks as well on the year. Uh, let's see. Martin Perez on the other Luis Garcia. Semyon. Smith, low. I love Adolis Garcia just as a, a, a hitter in general. But this is a lineup I like a lot for Luis Garcia. So I'll I'll have some Garcia as one of my two pitchers on DraftKings. Uh, if we continue on, Brady Singer, I think. I, so here's the thing. The Braves are really, really good. The Braves are really good. I get it. Um, where are they on strikeouts this year against righties? 24 points percent, 186 ISO. Brady Singer. K percentage against lefties is 27.7%. Do the Braves roll out a lefty heavy lineup? You know, the projected lineup right now has Olsen, obviously, but then you have Albies as a switch hitter, Eddie Rosario. Uh, Adrianza as a switch hitter, and then Sam Hilliard as a lefty as well. If he gets five lefties, he's probably going to give up a home run. I could see a, a you know a Cunha home run here. Give up the power to the righty. You see his numbers. Uh, if you're looking on the website while listening, you know I I get it. the The power is possible, but you look at these numbers against righties. He doesn't strike him out, but he also doesn't give up the power. I was wrong. I said Acuna uh, there. Probably should have said Olson, but. 0 0.98, 0 0.098 ISO, 172 against lefties, not great, but he strengthened them out at 27.7%. So Brady Singer at 7,600, Luis Garcia are my two pitchers as we scroll through quickly here. Uh, Charlie Morton on the other side, uh, fine. 22.4%. Going back to our pitchers matchup. 
ISO against lefties, not great. 342 Woba. Strikeout percentage is there. Charlie Morton's 9,100. That's the one problem with Charlie Morton at this point. Uh, expensive price tag for the righty. Let's see what his expected Ks are. 5.5, which is what the line is over on DraftKings. Any Royals in our launch menu? I'm sure there's one or two. Salvador Perez, righty, doesn't concern me as much as if there was a lefty power bat. Yeah, I guess Vinny Pasqu- Pasquantino, is that pronounced correctly? MJ Melendez. I, I I don't like Morton here. Not at that price point. Um, and I might even grab a lefty bat for the Royals with wind blowing out. Take somebody with an oppo shot. Um, Vinny P or, or Melendez uh, as a potential one-off home run there. Pirates at Cardinals, 76 degrees. Johan Oviedo versus Jake Woodford. Another one of those games that I just don't have uh, much of a gauge on. Haven't watched a ton of Pirates or Cardinals yet on the year. Cards not striking out against righties. Uh, Woba is there. Iso is there. They were in Coors Field. That could give us a little bit of a bias on those numbers for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Striking out 24.6%. ISO is at 159. So you have a matchup here for Jake Woodford. Going back to our pitchers matchup, Woodford doesn't strike people out. Let's see what his projection is. But he's just 5K. Let's uh, do a quick MILB.com. And go Woodford. There's Jakey. Quick look at his minor league career stats overall. Uh, game started 118, 471 strikeouts, and how many innings pitched? Oh, you're not showing me innings. There's innings. Uh, 672 innings, not glorious. Advanced stats. No, that's not going to help me. K per nine is at 6.75 for the little bit of a technical problem there, but continuing on ran out of disk space on my computer. Whoops. Uh, Continuing on here quickly to get through. uh, We have Cody Senga versus uh, Keberlian. I I like Senga a lot here. Uh, The A's are a pretty terrible lineup. I assume Senga is going to be pretty popular on this slate. Hopefully I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Um, you know, the K's, the K numbers are there. He's in a prime spot. He's 10, four. So cash game option. And, and, you know, depending on how you're stacking your teams, maybe uh, I don't know ownership at all right now. So maybe he is a, uh, potential tournament option. He is our, <laughs> excuse me. That's going to be good for you guys to listen to. Uh, he is our uh, top uh, projected pitcher so far. Obviously when lineups come in, the projections rerun. Uh, Eric Lauer and Michael Waka. That's in Petco Park, 58 degrees, not great weather. Um, Padres, 20.6%. I'm not pitching Michael Waka. Uh, Eric Lauer on the, I'm sorry, I'm not pitching. Yeah, Eric Lauer is pitching for the Brewers. Um, I don't like either of these pitchers. Offenses are fine. What was the over-under on this one? Eight and a half. 5.1 for the Padres. Obviously, a Padres stack makes sense. Let's see what our stack projections are quickly here. This is early still. 
But three-man stack gives us Mariners, Yankees, Pirates, Rays. The Padres aren't even near the top. They're bottom. Wow. Yankees expected home runs are gigantic. Overall, average per DraftKings points. Padres, do they move up? Oh, wow. What am I missing here? Is Eric Lauer good? <laughs> I say with a question mark. Uh, let's go to the pitching matchups. Where are we at? Lauer. Low ISO against lefties. Doesn't strike him out a ton. Woba's good. I, I don't know. I don't think I can do this between Machado and Bogarts and where are lineups? Let's see. Machado, Soto, Cruz. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I can go to Lauer. Maybe I'm missing something here, and if somebody has uh, a take on this that would convince me otherwise, I guess maybe just the way the projections are, are working here. Lauer, from a strikeout perspective. Brewers. Oh, has Freddie Peralta. Is that the problem? Do we know that it's Eric Lauer starting? Go check ESPN real quick while you all are listening. Appreciate everyone who tunes in. Made the joke yesterday that four people were listening. Got four views on YouTube. So I nailed it. I got something right <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, let's see. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Padres, Michael Waka, Eric Lauer. Yeah, I, I just don't see it with Lauer. Um, Waka against the Brewers. Again, it's just a lineup. There are enough pieces here, and I, I've watched Waka pitch enough. Maybe it's a, a personal bias, but between Winker, Yelich, Telez, even Garrett Mitchell, I know he strikes out a ton, but the power is there for, for San Diego. Sorry, for uh, Milwaukee to have a big game too. What was the over-under? Yeah, eight and a half. All right. Uh, let's uh, wrap this up by getting through our final two games. Justin Steele against the Dodgers. Noah Syndergaard. Uh, Syndergaard. Not striking out a ton of people, but probably in line for the win here. So if you're on FanDuel and you're tracking the win a little bit harder, I can understand that. Uh, also, obviously, not a lineup that you necessarily fear here with uh, the Cubs. If you want to talk a little revenge narrative and Cody Bellinger at 3,200 against Syndergaard, there, there's definite power opportunity there for uh, Mr. Bellinger for the Dodgers. Stack the Dodgers any night you want. Right, I mean that's that's what it comes down to. You'll probably try to find again. I talk about it a lot the the eight nine one two stack. So you're getting exposure to the Dodgers, but you're not necessarily playing all the same guys everyone else is. It's twelve game slate. I assume ownership will be distributed. Uh, Dodgers late game tend to be under owned comparatively, uh, but I think that one's fine. Then you have the Rockies and the Mariners. Uh, that's Austin Gomber versus Marco Gonzalez. Uh, you have the Rockies not striking out a ton on the year, but not a ton of power against Marco Gonzalez. Austin Gomber gets the Seattle Mariners. They are striking out against lefties uh, over the past year and change 23.8%. Again, this is the projected lineup. So what we're seeing stats on the dashboard here are projected lineups against the handedness, all that all those numbers crunched in the background to give us what we're looking at. ISO is high for the Mariners against lefties. Uh, Woba is high as well. So uh, Mariner stack, I think we saw that before when looking at our projections for the stacks. Yeah, so Mariners are top dogs uh, for the overall, for the five-man, for the four-man, and for the three-man. You got the Mariners, you have the Yankees. 
Looks like the Yankees lineup is in already. So we can go back and just double check that before we sign off. Nope, still not showing as active yet. We'll do a quick refresh. And do our 12 games. And nope, still not showing there, but we are seeing a projection for them. So maybe there's some data in the background showing that properly. Uh, so Yankees and Mariners are the stacks. Uh, mentioned that the San Diego Padres are of interest to me. Stack the Los Angeles Dodgers whenever the hell you please. I think that Luis Garcia, Cody Senga, and there's one more pitcher in the mix there. That Oh, Brady Singer. So those are the, the pitchers I am currently on. I will post this. Hopefully this is, again, if this is not what people are looking for, completely get it. Uh, I'm not going to do anything closer to lock when lineups come out, uh, but you can sure be in our Discord chat where you can get all that information, be part of a great community. People are all trying to help each other win. Uh, if you're a member of a different website, Hope you're enjoying time there as well. Shout out to the guys over at Stochastic, uh, Awesomeo. Um, I know Steve Buzzard. I think that's his his actual name. I don't know if that's a Twitter handle. Four nights in a row, massive week. Uh, Josh Engelman, a good uh, buddy of mine from Awesomeo Days, uh, was up at the top of the leaderboards yesterday as well. Uh, so good on them uh, for having a strong week this week. I know Adam uh, Ship My Money DFS uh, share uh, was having uh, some good cash run as well. Look at him doing some bankroll management, playing cash games. I love it. I love Adam too, even though he's... Nah, I'll leave that for a different time. A story for a different time. Uh, with that said, hope everybody has a great weekend. Hopefully I'll be back on Monday. It is spring break here in Massachusetts, so I will likely have uh, my youngest in the house, which means it's much harder to do things such as this. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, you're listening to The Dish. Presented by Moonshots MLB.